Hey, Sue, let's talk about medicinal mushrooms, cancer, and all the myths surrounding them. You know, a, a funny coincidence, we happen to have Jeff Chilton on the phone of Namix Inter- International, Namix Company, and he's our he's our resident mushroom king. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> First, it was the mushrooms that were the king, and now I'm the now king. Now you're the king. king. The king yes. of mushrooms. That's right. Hold on to that. that yes. This is the Game of Thrones. This is how it works. <laughs> so, yeah. so tell me. I know there are a bunch of things out there about how mushrooms are a miracle cure for cancer. Can you talk to us a little bit about the realities? Oh, yeah, absolutely. First of all, let me just say that that I have a term that I use for a lot of what I hear out on the internet, for example, and I call it marketing speak. (laughs) A lot of of marketing speak talks about the miracle cures and talks about mushrooms as panacea, Right now, the, the big one out there is chaga. I don't know if there's anything that chaga can't do. In fact, I've heard it slices bread and, and walks down the street and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's there. And, and you know, I, I really don't like that kind of talk and, and it disturbs me. But you know what it's like when there are so many people out there trying to sell products. But, but here's the thing. It's like as a folk remedy there have been let's just call them anecdotal information about mushrooms being used with people who have cancers and and you know there's a grain of truth in that and and what it is is that again we're getting back to the beta glucans and the fact that mushrooms help to stimulate immunity so so you know it's not going to cure any cancer i'm sorry um but you know, it could help. And, and here's what they've done um, in Asia, in um, Japan. They've, they've produced a product called uh, Lentinin. Actually, Lentinin was, was uh, manufactured into a drug. And they've used Lentinin as an adjuvant for people with cancer, which means it's something that you take along with your chemo or your um, radiation therapy, and it helps mm-hmm. to maintain a little higher level of immune competence. They've got two other products, which are probably more well-known. One is called PSK, and the other is called PSP. This is PSK the... is made in... Well, PSK turkey is made tail in... Turkey tail mushrooms. Turkey, and they're mm-hmm. made from turkey tail mushrooms. And and these are also, like the Japanese one is is labeled as a drug in Japan. In, in China, PSP is a drug that has been approved for use in traditional Chinese medicine hospitals. So, so yes, they um, mushrooms have been used um, in conjunction with standard um, therapies. Now they they can be helpful, and, and they do in the studies that they've done, and they've got a lot of clinical trials on these. In the studies that they've done, they have shown that they will either um, help with appetite or in the in the long run, there's a, a slight increase in how long people live. So there does seem to be some evidence that these can be helpful. But I think it's very important for people to understand that that is the role they play. They don't play the role of curing anybody. And and I have to say that you know there are people out there that make claims mm-hmm. about mushrooms curing cancer, and please don't believe them. 
Um, if, I'm not saying there can't be miracle cures, uh, but the fact of the matter is, is in general, this type of anecdotal information is not helpful. Um, we've all kind of heard it. Um, the, other, the other side of it, too, and, and I think this is important, too, and, and I'd, like to, I'd like to point out a study done out there by uh, John Bastier, a naturopathic university. Everybody mm -hmm. knows them, and, and they're highly regarded and all Seattle. that. They did, they, mm -hmm. did, they did a study using a, actually, believe it or not, they used, they did a, a called a phase one clinical trial, uh, using a mycelium on grain product, believe it or not, which they... I don't know how they got talked into doing that, but they did. And the fact is, is they had nine women that uh, were in, just come out of chemotherapy and radiation therapy. For breast and cancer. For breast cancer. Absolutely right. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's, here's the problem with that study. And, and, you know, with all due respect to John Bastier, this was not a very good study. It, it was a phase one trial. Phase one trial, you know, you know what phase one trial is all about. It's about do they tolerate this product. That's what a phase one trial is all about. Can they take this and there's no real side effects? Well, you know, what do you want when you're getting mostly grain? Of course they tolerated it. So, mm -hmm. so, and not only that, there was no control group, whatever, not only that, it was nine women and they were, the ages were from 35 to 70. Oh. It's a very wide age range with people, obviously with different uh, immunological levels. Not only that, they had three of them took three grams, three of them took six grams, and three of them took nine grams. And, and you know, that study has been used out there as look at what wonderful benefits that we can get from medicinal mushrooms. They, they had this positive effect. Well, there was no credible positive effect on those women from this study due to the the way the study was put together and the fact of these nine different women. And, and whenever I hear people talk about that study, I, I just kind of shake my head and think, man, this study was designed to see if they can tolerate this. And that was actually what the final results on it. And what the authors of the study said was that, yes, these, these nine women did tolerate this particular Turkey tail product. Um, and, and and since then, to their credit, they've actually dropped that product and gone and gotten pure PSK from Japan mm -hmm. and are continuing their studies with a pure PSK product. And I think that's that's a much better route to go, even though, you know, I guess what they're doing is they're trying to recreate the studies that were done in Japan 20 or 30 years ago to ultimately gain some acceptance for a PSK type product in, in the United States. But again, PSK is a highly refined, very pure product manufactured from turkey tail mushroom, but it is a long way away from turkey tail mycelium or even a turkey tail mushroom extract. Now, having said that, what's interesting about turkey tail is that turkey tail in our tests has one of the highest levels of beta glucans. Which that is, to me was so very interesting. Yeah. And the beta-glucan, again, is the immunologically active part of a medicinal mushroom. So, so the, the highest uh, mushrooms that we've tested in our, our beta-glucan tests have actually been turkey tail and reishi. 
Both of them have over 50% beta-glucans. It's really amazing. Both of them super high, and these are the two, in some ways, premier medicinal mushrooms out there. So, so there's definitely some benefits to these, but again, you know, I will get back and say this one more time, mycelium on grain, you know, if you want to take a lot of starch, that's what you're getting. And unfortunately, um, that John Bastier study has been touted out there and has been, been uh, talked about by naturopaths and herbalists alike. And it really, that study does not tell us anything. It was not a very good study. And again, it told us nothing except that, yeah, in fact, it was tolerated by these nine women. So they were just looking for the absence of negative effects as opposed to that, the that's presence right. that's, of positive effects. That's what a that's what a phase one study does. Mm -hmm. it, it's there. You don't have a lot of people because you don't want to poison them. If, right. if the drug if your drug you, you're giving them has some seriously negative side effects, you don't want a lot of people involved. And again, in this study, it was nine women just coming out of chemo and radio uh, radiation therapy, uh, a big uh, wide uh, age differential, no controls whatsoever. So it, in, in that sense, it doesn't really say much about the product that we're take, they were taking other than the, uh, the grain that they took was well tolerated. Mm -hmm. So it sounds to me like if we boil it all down from an herbalist perspective, if you have a cancer patient at any stage of the game, you know, beginning, they've just been diagnosed, they're going through chemo, they've made it through, they're in remission at any stage, it could potentially be helpful to give them turkey tail or reishi as, and, and make sure that you're giving them like the whole, whole, not myceliumated <clears throat> grain, but, you know, actual fruiting body, turkey tail or reishi to help keep their immunity up with the hope that that will help prevent the cancer from getting worse or because of the beta-glucans yeah. and the PSK levels, yes. which we've studied. There may be other stuff in there, but this is what we are learning so far. That's right. And, and those products like PSK, it stands for um, polysaccharide crestin, PSP polysaccharide peptide. What these are are actually protein-bound polysaccharides. So they're protein-bound beta-glucans, which have shown a little bit higher um, levels of activity sometimes than, than just the uh, the beta-glucans in their normal uh, normal configuration. But again, the key thing is is to you want an actual mushroom and you can you can create like like herbalists can can go out there, they can wildcraft turkey tail, they can create their own tinctures or extracts. I mean that's something that you can readily do because turkey tail is is actually everywhere on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. yes. There's lots, in fact, probably all throughout North America, there's lots of wild turkey tail. It's not easy to to purchase wild turkey tail, but if you know somebody that's a mushroom hunter, they oftentimes would, would come across it and they could possibly get an herbalist some of that that they could prepare for their patient. Otherwise, look for a supplement that is actually a real genuine mushroom supplement and not a uh, mycelium on grain product. So yes. can it be commercially grown, turkey tail? No, you know what, this, that's a funny thing. I, I've been after my farmers for a few years now to do it, and, and they're all, they all say the same thing. Oh, you know what, it's, it's just, there's no money in it. It's, it's, you know, when we grow it, it's small. There's not a lot that comes off our, our logs. Uh, they just act like it's not commercially viable. And, 
and it hasn't been to date. Uh, so, uh, and, and you know, interestingly enough, um, I guess the other part of it is that there's so much of it over there that they can wildcraft yeah. that they, they have a hard time actually competing with the wildcrafted product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I could see that being potentially the case here as well. Yeah. And you know what the thing about it is, is that some mushrooms can't be cultivated. Um, I mean, turkey tail could be cultivated, but you look at something like chaga, no, you know, not that's so not really something that's going to be, that's going to be cultivated. Although they're starting to do experiments in Finland with cultivation of chaga, but but chaga is a chaga is a basic uh, tree pathogen. It's a canker. It's on twenty percent of your birch trees out there will have chaga on it, and it can be readily harvested. It won't harm the tree. The tree is actually uh, dying uh, anyway because when you have those chaga coming off of it, it demonstrates the fact that the tree is pretty much yeah. completely infected by the organism by the fungal yeah. organism. Yeah, it's kind of like finding honey mushrooms under a tree. You know, that's the tree's end of life cycle yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you see a lot of trees in the Pacific Northwest that, you know, you see trees that have fallen over or standing trees that are unhealthy or, or dying. You'll, you'll all often see the uh, conchs, those hard woody yep. conchs that are growing off them. It could be a Ganoderma, could be a Fomes or a Fomitopsis, but some kind of a polypore that has basically infected the tree. And, and that's, you know, that's just the natural cycle of things. I mean, yeah. they, they get into these trees when the trees get uh, a wound in the bark or something like that, then they'll enter into the tree, they'll infect it and slowly grow with the tree. And, and, uh, you know, that's just a natural process. Yeah. Well, thank you so very much. That was quite enlightening. Yes. And where, and people can, Contact you at your on your website namix.com and if they want to know more about mushroom cultivation, you have a book called Mushroom Cultivation, which is available I know on Amazon and it's been around for a long time, so I'm sure it's available all over. That's the place. right. It's, that's that's called the Mushroom Cultivator, and it is on Amazon. And it was uh, I co-authored it in 1983. And I highly recommend it to people that are interested in growing mushrooms at home. And I, I highly recommend to people that they try it if they're interested um, yeah, or join mycological societies. There's the Portland Mycological Society Pacific, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and, and Puget Sound Mycological Society. We're mm -hmm. very fortunate to be in mushroom country. Yes, yes. that's right. Yeah. Mushroom nerds galore. They're just mushrooming up <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, well, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your wisdom on medicinal mushroom myths you're very welcome you're very welcome my pleasure the statements made about herbs and products on this podcast have not been evaluated by the united states food and drug administration fda and are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent disease all information provided on this podcast or any affiliated websites is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. You should not use the information on this podcast and its affiliated websites for a diagnosis or treatment of any health problem. Always consult with a healthcare professional before starting any new vitamins, supplements, diet, or exercise program before taking any medication. Or if you have or suspect you might have a health problem, any testimonials, questions, or case studies are based on individual results and do not constitute a guarantee that you will achieve the same results.